Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show on a Friday afternoon. And I'm telling you, there is a lot going on. And we have, uh, well, we're going to have some night golf because Ricky Fowler has just gotten going in the U.S. Open. Xander Shopley's not even out there yet. Ricky's already, uh, he was in the lead to start the day. Wyndham Clark went out and shot a beautiful round and um, uh, shot, of course, is playing seemingly a little tougher today. But Wyndham Clark grabbed the lead. Ricky Fowler, after one hole, has tied him. Xander Shoffley has not. Uh, well, he was just getting ready to tee off. And then we'll see how he does. And then, Aaron, you have some uh, some breaking news. I'm, I'm watching this thing. Boy, hugs all around. These guys have some great hair. In fact, we had, you know, the coach on just the other day. And, uh... Aaron, they've got the lead now. Um, okay, hey, we got the breaking news. Aaron, I'll let you do the honors, but um, Oral Roberts has just, I mean, like they've been doing throughout all this, they've just kind of shocked everyone, and we're in the top of the ninth, and Aaron, they've just, they just sent another wall ball back to the warning track, but that one stayed in the park. Aaron, what did Oral Roberts just do? to take this 6-5 lead in the top of the ninth. They got a three-run home run from their second baseman, uh, Brothers. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, TCU scored, TCU scored three in the top of, at the bottom of the eighth inning to take a 5-2 lead, and Oral Roberts has come right back in the top of the ninth with four runs to retake the lead 6-5 to five with two outs in the top of the ninth inning. Incredible game, but every game more Roberts has played has been incredible to watch. So Look much at this fun. Kid's hair. Look at this kid's haircut, Aaron. I don't like they that. They just hit that big that home run. You said it's a three-run homer. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got kind of a mullet situation working, and, uh, and Oral Roberts just beat a throw to first base and now has a runner on first base and two outs in the top of the ninth in Omaha. Boy, you thought those Golden Eagles – and again, we had their head coach on just the other day. I guess that was Wednesday. They were about to get on a flight. Maybe Wednesday is the day they're going to flight. And we had him on Tuesday, Coach Fulmer. And uh, he immediately made a lot of friends in Central Texas and uh, really enjoyed having him on. And the Horn Frogs now find themselves trailing 6-5 in the ninth inning. And Aaron, I want one more look. It that it that Jack. Okay, they're made. Uh, uh, TCU's making a pitching change now, so we'll have to see that in a moment. But uh, huge, huge happenings in Omaha 
as Oral Roberts. This is the first game of the College World Series. Aaron, there's another game at about 5 o'clock today, and you may know exactly who that is. At 5 or 5.30, there's a, there's a second uh, game. And then, of course, tomorrow everybody else will get involved uh, in the College World Series. But the first game was going to be TCU and Oral Roberts. The TCU was in good shape. And then Oral Roberts leaves the building with an enormous shot. And uh, we were coming on about ready to tell you all that, like Aaron said, it was 5-2. And then the moment we shared that, as we were coming on the air, Oral Roberts hit hit this big three-run homer. And uh, they've taken a 6-5 to lead in the top of the ninth. Aaron, this is your team. This is my team that we've kind of jumped on the bandwagon for, so I would say that is uh, that is pretty exciting stuff. Aaron, is Stephanie Sports Corner? Did she was, did she get to see that? Was she in there? She pumping did. Her fist? She is in here, very punctual as always, and yes, yeah, she's yeah. excited too. She's rooting for Oral Roberts as well. Oh, the official loves- team of the Matt Mosley Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, she, I mean, there's nobody that loves a church school like Stephanie, <laughs> uh, graduate of the, the of Master's University. And we're talking about uh, named after our Lord and uh, our Lord and Savior. Okay, um, and then real quick, we'll get, uh, we'll get Stephanie on here. This is, I'm just, I'm fascinated watching this U.S. Open because I've got Aaron, kind of my fantasy guys that I've picked. And we're looking at all of those guys, and honestly, everybody's hanging in there. And everybody I picked except one is going to make the cut. I had somebody named Luke List, and Luke List went out and fell on his face today. Uh, He's not going to make it. But everybody else looks like they are going to make the cut. And four of the – let's see, uh, five of the guys I picked will make the cut. So I think I'll at least be in the running for this thing. Now – uh, just a quick update from uh, Los Angeles. Um, Wyndham Clark and Ricky Fowler are now tied at nine under. Rory McIlroy is uh, was three under today. Is done for the day and is at eight under. So he's tied for third with Xander Shoffley, who has not. Um, well, he's not officially. I think he's about on the course. Aaron, am I looking at am I looking at what kind of time am I looking at? They've got his tee time as 154. Cuz that would be Pacific time, right? I guess so. Cuz they don't have him he's not even posted a score yet. He's just off and running. And then Harris English is uh is in 5th place and then tied for 6th place is Dustin Johnson and that's huge because earlier today Aaron Dustin Johnson had a snowman Okay, he did something we would do. Well, I would never do it. The ball would be in my pocket before I would take a quadruple bogey. Dustin is not allowed to do that in a U.S. Open. He made a quadruple bogey, and then he played his way back into the tournament. And right now is only three strokes off the lead at the U.S. Open. Aaron, you know what time it is, sir. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by... Advanced Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Europe Services, Mission Golf Cars, Myatt Fuels, Uncle Worm Smokehouse and Texas Cuisine. 
Stephanie? Yes, sir. I've had people approach me, and they're mm-hmm. saying, boy, Stephanie, she really deserves to got <laughs> be on her own show and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and I say, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, but uh, we are not <laughs> giving up the rights. All right? So um, I don't know. It's free agent season in the NBA. Yeah. So somebody's going to have to give me something pretty amazing before I would trade you, okay? Thanks, you are Matt. Not, Thanks, You Matt. are not on the trading block, all right? <laughs> okay, great. And I'm just going to make that very official. Okay. Now, Stephanie, you'll yes. like this. Sam Bennett from Madisonville, Texas, mm-hmm. is – he went out today, mm-hmm. and now he did finally on his – coming home – uh, he did bogey number seven, or he would have even been better. But he's three strokes off the lead in the U.S. Open, or four strokes, I believe. Let's see where he is overall. Anyway, um, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. We're talking about a kid that won the USAM, but it's only 23. and just just uh, finished his A&M career. Mm-hmm. And he is he is right there in the uh, – in the U.S. Open at Los Angeles Country Club. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, have you ever stopped by in all your time out there on the West Coast? <laughs> no. Did you ever peek in to Los Angeles Country Club, LACC? No, I didn't. I was not invited. I wasn't privileged, I guess. <laughs> What's no. the nicest country club you've ever you've ever been to? Is it up oh. in the Northeast? I mean, you've kind of been all over. I know uh, some of the country clubs... In um, in Ohio, you were you had uh, you had you you kind of knew about um, I think at a different that, phase of your life. What's the best country club you've? I mean, ever... I can't remember the the name of it, but I think probably the nicest one I've been to uh, is on the East Coast yeah. in Lynchburg, Virginia. Only because um, Lynchburg and Roanoke, because I was in radio there years and years ago, and I had friends who were members of the country club there in oh, Lynchburg. So oh. I think that. And I've only been to two in my life, so there you go. Hey, Aaron, yeah. you care you care to guess what school is in Lynchburg, Virginia? Well, don't help him, Stephanie. Virginia Lynchburg. No. Oh, that that's in uh, that's in Richmond. Oh, okay. But you were close. None other, Aaron, than Liberty. Oh, okay. If there is a if there's an evangelical school out there, Stephanie has either lived there or attended <laughs> yeah. that school. Well, yeah. Did well, you ever, have you ever been on the Oral Roberts campus? I have not. I have not. My my dad didn't go. My dad went to Springfield when he first got out of high school for, you know, seminary and all that. He did not go to Oral Roberts. Um, mm-hmm. But um, I hear it's a beautiful campus, but I oh I've I don't never know about been. that, but it, it certainly I heard. they have the they have these huge praying hands. Oh, okay. On campus, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and that's kind of one of the hallmarks. That's and at cool. one point, Oral was going to build a tower. You know, he was there's a tower on campus, and he was going to climb up in the tower and not come down um, until a certain amount of money was raised. Okay. And, you know, the good thing is I'm sure the Lord told him to do that. Now, I mean, everything was above board. All right. But Oral Oral was going to go up there. And there was another guy that had the prayer cloth. That might have been Tilt. That might have been Robert Tilton. Uh, but, you know, they were big on the prayer cloths. <clears throat> Just buy a prayer cloth. Did you ever like any of those televangelists? 
Is there anybody like Swaggert? No. Or uh No. I'll just I'll be honest, no. No? No. I mean Billy Graham, but that's it. I mean no. So that, that's that another name? tangent. We what was that guy's name? Hey, I'll decide what tangents we go on. <laughs> I mean, do not I, try to I focus do not me. wanna Yeah. Well, well, yeah. What about James Robinson? You remember James? James I do. Is, He's James um, kinda yeah, he kinda sweat a little bit. He said I had some I had some impure thoughts. I had some. I was like, James, if you're bringing this up on national TV, I think they were more than impure thoughts. All right. Right. I don't think we need to hear about this if you simply had some impure thoughts. All right, Stephanie. Okay. um, What's on your agenda today? Well, I'm. Don't I'm hoping laugh. you can keep it light on a Friday. I mean, yes, I, yes, again, yes. I like all your stuff, but I mean, it's PTSD. I, mean, I you're, talked you're, about you're Special always, Olympics yesterday. That wasn't. I know. I know. But these are poignant type things. Well, I mean, this they, is a feel-good story. Are, all right. All, all right. right. What do we have? What do it's we have? It's about the U.S. Open going on right now. So there is a golfer, Barry Henson. He's 43 years old from California. He played golf at the University of San Diego. And he has been trying forever to be in the U.S. Open. Well, he finally qualified, and he's in the U.S. Open right now. I looked him up. I was looking to see where his standing was, and it says he was at, and please forgive me because I'm not a golfer, it was at T-121. I don't even know what that means. Um, but Tied for tied for 121st right, place. Right, right. But here's the thing. He um, has been trying since college. Um, he's been pro since 2003, but he went over and did the Asia Tour, I guess, He's been in the Golden State Tour, Pepsi Tour, all these tours and all these games. He played in the Asian Tour in 2011 and actually won. Um, but his dream was to always play in the U.S. Open. So he qualified and he's now playing. So I thought what's that was guy, a really cool story. What's the guy's name? I lost my headset. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Friday. Um, but get this. So his mom recently... Uh, passed from dementia and all these years trying to be a professional golfer and getting to the U.S. Open because he tried so many times and just failed and didn't make it. His mom said, set your plan and plan your work and never give up on your dreams. He was recently um, interviewed by the one of the local L.A. news stations down there this week. And his and I quote him saying, I feel like name again, Barry Henson. Okay. Okay, You know him? No, I just yeah, I just yeah. wanted to double check that. Okay, yeah. Barry Henson. Barry right. Henson. Um, and what he, did what did he say? He said that I feel like I'm just starting my journey along this path of life. I'm never going to give up. I'm going to keep going until I can't anymore. So I don't know. I mean, I know they have like the senior masters or whatever, you know. And I think you got to be like over 23 to be in that. I'm not sure what the rules are, but at 43 years old. Being in the U.S. Open, and he's tried for 20-plus years to get there. I just thought that was a really feel-good story, and that just gives hope. You know, don't give up on your dreams. That gives hope for others out there trying to reach a certain goal or dream that, you know, just keep keep going. And anyways, I'm going to—I said I wasn't going to watch it this weekend, but I, I mean, am going to get on my phone and see where his standing is. Yeah. Um, he knows he's not going to win, probably, but he's sure going to try. I mean, it'd yeah. be a good comeback story if he did win. So. Yeah, you you won't see him this weekend because uh, he okay. won't likely make the cut. But <laughs> I, I certainly appreciate the the uh, the thought. And Barry Henson, 
He's a bald-headed guy. Really does seem like a nice guy from La Quinta, California, as you were saying. He's right now tied for 106. He threw mm-hmm. six holes today. Okay. He's even through this round. He's a plus four. I would imagine he needs to get it to um, about one or two over to have a chance mm-hmm. at making the cut. But good story. I like that. I like a good Stephanie Sports Corner, <laughs> feel-good type story. And he just looks like a nice guy. I mean, he's, He sounded like a nice he guy in his interview. He looks like. Curtis Quillen to me, yeah. like Curtis Quillen's a a great, nice looking dude from Channel Six, and Stephanie, he's joining us next. Cool. So uh, uh, we uh, uh, we appreciate Stephanie. Yeah. Have a have a tremendous weekend. Thank you, and happy Give Father's Scott Day to my you. Best and uh, whatever animals y'all have out there. <laughs> what kind of dogs did you say you had? We have a golden retriever and a boxer. Okay, so. a golden retriever and a boxer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And but, are y'all kind? Are y'all kind to these animals and everything? You take good care yes, of them. Yes, they're bougie okay. animals. They're they're they're. <laughs> Aaron's laughing. They're um they're spoiled. But yes, but I did want why, to say no, to you, Happy why Father's do you Day. Give me a pl- oh, let's just stick with that. Let's just stick with that. Happy I, Father's Day. Thank you, thank you. That's very kind uh, of you, and I hope and your all father, the fathers, all the your fathers, father has a great day. He's a neat guy, and I've heard him on the on the air before. So shout <laughs> out to him. Uh, in fact, you. sometimes he gets involved at Christmas time. Yes, he and, does. Um, and he's a, yeah, very, yes, spreads the Christmas cheer. But you never know. He's either arresting people or praying for them, <laughs> and sometimes both. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, all Stephanie, right. have a good you. one. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. There, there she goes. There she goes. Stephanie's Sports Corner. All right, Curtis Quillen, Chilling with Quillen, is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you guys that we are available. We have appointments. If you have any questions about cracking your sheetrock, doors sticking, or if you're looking to buy a home and you have concerns, please feel free to give us a call. We'll send somebody out to take a look. Our number is 254-235-4922, or you can find us at fixitjimmy.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Quicker games, more action. Baseball looks different in 2023. So do the Texas Rangers. Summer is fun again in Arlington. Make your plans to catch a game or two this season at Globe Life Field. More teams than ever are coming to face the Rangers. Great matchups, lively crowds, and climate-controlled comfort await you at the ballpark, along with fun giveaways and City Connect Fridays. Grab your tickets at rangers.com. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. I like that for Curtis. Little Johnny Cash. Love, Love is, a is a burning flame. Um, all right, Curtis, uh, good to have you. Happy Friday to you. Hope you have a good weekend. This is uh, finally, uh, baseball championship, state championships over. You need to take a little downtime, take some vacation coming up, and then we'll get fired up for uh, Baylor football and co- you know college. We got yeah, we got media days coming up, and uh, we got a lot uh, stuff coming up, uh, Big Twelve wise. Um, okay, Curtis, are you watching TCU and Oral Roberts as we speak? Uh, I am. I actually uh, left to go to the conference room to uh, to hang out with you, but um, yeah, I have it on at my desk. And uh, oh, the drama in this game is unreal. Uh, wouldn't expect it. Wouldn't expect anything less from two teams that have just been absolutely red hot coming into Omaha. All right. In your time at Oklahoma State, did you did you um, get a chance as you were kind of learning the game and becoming the broadcaster that you've become? Did uh, did you ever make the trip to Tulsa? Talk to Coach Ryan Fulmer. Uh, uh, any uh, any Oral Roberts type coverage that you've ever uh, participated in? So Oklahoma State. Uh, every year since I started following college baseball, except maybe for COVID because of the shortened season, always I think I'm not, I'm almost certain has always done a home and home midweek uh, season series with with ORU because of the proximity of the two campuses they are only an hour apart didn't have to go to Tulsa for any of that because you know who kind of laid the groundwork for coach Fulmer to pick it up and keep it going in the direction it is right it's Rob Walton well, the OSU pitching coach that's right that's right he came from Josh, ORU yeah, Josh Holliday yes. hired him from ORU um and you know while I was in school there uh fans would disagree with it this year but Oklahoma State was always one of the most consistent pitching programs in the country uh and oral roberts was up there too because that was his specialty uh rob walton's son donnie now playing for the uh, san francisco giants wow i mean you are a wealth of information especially in that region when we can (laughs) kind of get into oklahoma and delve into it i kind of want to keep you posted here uh sir we have a we have a situation uh, okay, okay, that was an out. I was watching on my phone, so I got it. Oh, I love this. Aaron's watching this. 
There's a ring around the rosy celebration in the outfield when ORU wins, and they do, and they and then they all fall down like we did when we were little kids, <laughs> and uh, they did a ring around the rosy, and then the outfielders fell down. The Horn Frogs. I mean, you've never seen a more downcast group than the TCU Horn Frogs and. Ryan Fulmer, who played at Oklahoma State, started, I believe, for four years and then played some minor league ball, has taken down the mighty frogs uh, in uh, in Omaha, and that's uh, pretty exciting. I mean, Curtis, this is a, what a story. A team that was a four seed in a regional, which is kind of a joke. They were a good enough team right. not to be a four seed, but still, that, that doesn't happen. That, that This has happened... Three times since, I guess it does happen, since I'm about to say, since like 1999, it's happened three times. And the only team to ever go all the way, I think Fresno State either made it to the championship game or maybe won it all uh, as a re, a, four, uh, a number four regional seed. But, uh, and it, that, by the way, they were in Stillwater, weren't they, in that regional? Yep. Uh, and, yeah, and, and, and this yeah. whole Roberts team was only a four seed at the regional level because the NCAA was trying to save some money on traffic travel. Like we can call it what it is, right? Like if they made them a three, they were going to have to put them on a plane. They make them a four. You can put them on a bus and send them an hour down the road to, to O'Brate. And then, you know, while they're in Stillwater, they beat uh, Oklahoma state. They beat Washington. They beat Dallas Baptist. And that was a really good Washington team. Um, and it was a really good Dallas Baptist team. And it was a really good Oklahoma state team. And so, you know, I remember seeing the OSU radio guys on Twitter like, uh, if you think Oral Roberts is a four seed, you are sorely mistaken and have not paid attention to college baseball this year. And I'm inclined to agree with them. You don't wind up in Omaha as one of the bottom 16 teams in the in the bracket. You said it occasionally happens. But I would also argue that college baseball is where we see the most misseeding of the um, of the major NCAA brackets. Because you wind up with, you know, with the travel rules and such, like you wind up with a four seed that's a four in a regional because that's only a four seed in that regional because they just nobody wants to play them. They can't get a big school to play them in the midweek because they're too good. And then if they lose, you know, if they beat Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma takes an RPI hit. That's bad for OU. That's bad for the Big Twelve. And so um, I think ORU is a, kind of a an example of why we need RPI reform in college baseball. And, you know, a fact that I learned from John Morris this week, you know, they beat TCU. That means the nation's longest win streak is snapped. 11 games entering Omaha was TCU's win streak. So it's been an interesting run here for the Golden Eagles, but that's a program that, I mean, they've been on the cusp of doing this for a while. Yeah, I'm watching it. I went back to watch it again. And the guy who hits that big uh, three-run homer, Blaze Brothers. And I'm just watching him tomahawk that thing out of here. Oh, my goodness, there's no doubt on that one. That's one of the things I love about college baseball, too, the, the watching the celebrations. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so, it, is, uh, it is so much fun. Uh, Curtis Quill enjoying the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What about that Baylor baseball news today? Curtis, that's not good. Um, Will Rigney announces today that he is going to transfer to the University of Texas. And um, that's about the – I mean, it's disappointing on a lot of levels. I, it shouldn't be shocking, 
with given the state of college baseball, 2,200 players in the portal now. But this was a legacy kid. Dad pitched for Baylor. I mean, you just like to think that. And then Baylor poured into him for four years. I love the kid. I love the dad. Dad's a friend of mine. But it's just kind of amazing that you can't even now. I mean, I guess, again, nothing should surprise us. But this this, I mean, think about all the injuries he went through, and, and he did a great job coming back. But, of course, Baylor was there with him through all of that. And so they develop and work with him and get him back to where he's a, he's a dominating-type college pitcher. And then, all, hey, thanks for the degree. I'm going to move on down here at the University of Texas. I don't think there's a place he could have gone that it would have felt like more of a dagger. Uh, uh, you agree with that? I don't. I think that there is not a place he could have gone to that would have proven the point more that you do not commit to schools and college athletics anymore. You commit to coaches to develop you. Who did he commit to when he signed and committed and enrolled at Baylor University? It was Steve Rodriguez, who's now at the University of Texas at Austin. I don't – what we have learned in the past few years – is there is no reason to hold college athletes to standards we don't hold the rest of the collegiate um, student body to. Otherwise, we have to acknowledge as a society that they're employees. And the fact of the matter is you talk to every high school coach out there, and they'll tell you, I tell my kids you're committing to the coaches, not the school, because that's who's going to get you where you want to be. That's who's going to determine what your role is going to be for the next four years in college, how much playing time you get, what kind of reps you're getting, what kind of system you're running. Um, and so, you know, it's, is it a big blow for Baylor? Absolutely. But was he, did he commit to Baylor to play for Mitch Thompson? No, I don't know whether Mitch recruited him to go to MCC or not. That is not the point here. He really Apparently, what this shows me is he really liked playing under Steve Rodriguez. He really liked being in that type of system, and now he wants to go back to that. He's not going to go play for Steve Rodriguez. He's going to play for Coach Pierce, and Steve Rodriguez was not the pitching coach. I mean, I get it that he he committed to his program, but my gosh, this this was the program. This kid's from Waco. He committed to the university. His dad pitched there. It's like an enormous legacy. I mean, I get what you're saying about the coach and all, but I just cannot. I, I Most of those guys seemingly were ready to leave Steve. So it is interesting that one player at least was wanting to get back to Steve Rodriguez. But maybe, it, maybe we're both maybe, – maybe it's about NIL too. I mean, maybe it's not so much. I don't know. I that's the only part I would probably disagree with you. I don't know that it's Steve Rodriguez. I have Rick, a Rickney's not the biggest name in college baseball, so I don't know how much NIL is really a factor there. And again, if you trust a coach, and the coach says, "Look, I'm here. I wouldn't be here in your living room telling you that this is the way it will be if you come to where I'm at now, unless I meant it." And you trusted that coach, you'd go. We all would. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I would have gone before now. I mean, he's. I mean, they they basically built the thing around him. He's the best pitcher at Baylor last season. I mean, he's pitched what seventy innings in four years because of a lot of injuries and everything. And they sort of 
It wasn't just Steve. It was sort of everybody pouring into this guy. Um, I, I it's it's remarkable to me in that this is not your typical kid in the sense that he's a huge legacy. To me, this is more than just well, I've committed to play with this other coach. And I'm going to go where this coach is now. This was I I it, it, but I do agree with you from a disappointment standpoint. This is huge. I mean, you know, Mitch is trying to build something. This is a guy they were building around and and was a huge part of the program and for him to leave it just man it's just it's tough on everybody yeah and 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 again it is tough and i understand being upset about it from a fan's perspective but i mean you could make that argument for so many different athletes in so many different sports and at the end of the day if if the fit isn't what he wants it to be, or he wants a fresh start, because I think a lot of Baylor fans are also frustrated over the, the injuries that they've been dealing with, with Rigney every year. There's a lot of excitement about what he can do. And something happens along the way, not his fault. It happens, but circumstances can lead to frustration. Maybe again, I don't know. I haven't talked to Will, but speculatively, Maybe he wants a fresh start, and I think we should give these college athletes the benefit of the doubt on that, especially because if a kinesiolo- if a non-athlete decides to transfer because something happened in Waco and they just want a clean break and a fresh start from something, shouldn't we give them the benefit of the doubt there? And that's, that's my whole point here is he, ha- he still has a chance to have a really good career post-college if he can stay healthy. And he has a chance to have a great season next year. But where that is going to be the best fit for him is a decision only he can make. And if he's looking at what, what, what Mitch Thompson has coming in, whether that's from the transfer portal or from the high school recruiting uh, world, he might think his role is going to take a back is going to take a back seat next year mm-hmm. it, with the way that some of this is going, and you know when you've got one year left, two years left, that that's what's going to that's what's going to pave your yeah. pave your road for your future. You got to make the best of it, and so I get the the gut punch from it, but also this Baylor fo- baseball program is in a transitional phase. I mean, so many oh. guys went into the portal. One of them's playing in Omaha today that uh, went into the portal when the coaching change happened a year ago. Uh, you know, one went into the portal and then went pro. Two of them did that last year. And so they're, what, what Mitch Thompson and his guys are doing there in Waco, they're, they're trying to build. And, and that leads me to the other possibility here. Maybe Rigney wants to win and win now and doesn't know that that's going to happen in, in Waco. You know, again, purely speculative here, but – there's a whole list of reasons on why he could go, and I don't think that we should be pointing the finger at anybody here. I think sometimes things just happen. Yeah, I, I do think Baylor was going to put everything around him this year. Like ne- next year, they were making it about him. Like any fear that he had that they were ready to move on or something like that. I I don't. I certainly don't think that should have been the case. Who knows? And you're right. At some point, we'll get him on, and and, uh, we'll see. And you can't help but look at Steve Rodriguez, the way it ended. He gets fired. He goes down to Austin. You don't think he's looking at some of these players that were his former players and reaching out and all that kind of thing. So uh, we'll uh, see. And and 
this just gives even more, I uh, say, to the rivalry. We only have one more year of it. But can you imagine next year when he's on the mound, uh, Curtis? I mean, that's going to be that's going to be very interesting, uh, to say the least. Um, Curtis, what about this? Uh, what about this local? What about China Spring? I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've had you on since, and I know you were down there covering a lot of that. Corey Beckham, the whole gang. How fun was that to uh, to break through, win a state title? Um, Waco is just this area has such great baseball, but for China Spring to do that after so much adversity along the way, whether it be coming back, um, whether it be tough losses, you know, along the way. I think back to that regional where they got beat three nothing, had to come back and win two games. Um, I mean, an incredible breakthrough in state championship for China Spring, and the year of China Spring continues. Yeah, been a heck of a year for China Spring, and uh, I think I want to challenge Corey Beckham to try and do it in 13 innings next year, see if he can uh, pull that one off. I didn't get home from their state championship game until uh, 1 o'clock, and so late night for the Cougs, but, man, you had the feeling the whole time that even if, uh, Liberty Ilo had scored in the extra innings. You just the the energy in the ballpark seemed like China Spring would have matched it in the bottom half. And so, to do I wish it could have ended in a little bit more viewer friendly of a way than a walk off walk? Yeah, absolutely. But also, both teams have just played twelve twelve game uh, twelve innings rather. The game lasted something along the lines of four and a half hours three and a half hours which for a high school baseball game is an eternity and so uh, absolutely electric for the for the cougars to win you know back-to-back nights going 12 innings uh unheard of truly and so they man whatever that athletic department has cooking is outrageous and that team they never gave up that you mean you know carthage was the better team in the regional semifinal for the first 13 innings of the series Going to the uh, first and a half inch, rather, going to the bottom of the seventh, it's 6-2 Carthage. And then they come back, win game two, force a game three. They're three outs from getting swept in the regional semifinals. And then they get Taylor's ace, weather the storm there, lose 3 nothing or something like that, come back, win two the next night. And one of them they have to rally to come back and yep. win it in yep. game three. Um, that team never gave up. That team knew that if they were throwing pitches, they had a shot. And sometimes that's all you need in high school baseball. And then when you have just athletic dudes that can go out there, get you hits, throw good pitches, get you outs, um, you know, sometimes that's just gravy. And that's that's kind of what it seemed like for China Spring this year. Uh, but, man, what an effort from the Cougars the last three weeks of the season to win the state title. Um, kind of similar to what Abbott did. You know, Abbott was – only the better team in that in their regional final series for what eight innings, and they went three games there with Dodd City. And so, um, the Panthers and the Cougars first time since I've been working at Channel Six, Matt, that the area has had multiple state baseball champions in one season. Wow. Okay, I like that kind of perspective. Now, uh, by the way, was that pitch close? The walk off walk. Was that pitch close at all, or was it a very obvious? Uh, was it very obvious that it was a ball? I mean, it wasn't on the ground, but it, it seemed pretty obvious to me it was a ball. Okay, okay. I was just kind of curious. Um, Ricky Fowler or Victor Hovland from your alma mater, uh, Oklahoma State. 
if you're you're they're both in the U.S. Open. Uh, Ricky Fowler's played great, and the last I looked was tied for the lead in the uh, in the U.S. Open. Uh, who would you, if those guys were tied in a major, who would you be pulling for between those two former Oklahoma State greats? Uh, I have stories that aren't suitable for radio that involve Ricky Fowler. Uh, and, and some friends of mine in college. And so uh, I think I'd have to go with Fowler just because that's the one that's got uh, a little, he, he used to come to still, he was not at Oklahoma state the same time I was, neither was Hovland, but I'm older than Hovland is. Um, and so, I, you know, Fowler was the celebrity guest picker my senior year on college game day when Oklahoma state hosted OU for the outright big 12 championship in 2015. And um, I mean, friends of mine ran into him on the strip Saturday night after the games and I remember hearing the stories and I think it's just because that's the guy who would come back and visit Stillwater when I was in school that's who I'd be inclined to go with but you put either one of them on the uh, holding the trophy Sunday afternoon and uh, I think most of uh, most of the Oklahoma State fan base would be okay with celebrating either one of them. Do any of your buddies ever try that flat bill cap look, the snapback cap, and that orange look that Ricky would have? It's a very uh, – and I, I guess that was an ode to Oklahoma State, or maybe he just loves orange. Who knows? I'm sure it, Oklahoma it's State – It's an ode. The orange Sunday, okay. that, that's an ode. And, I mean, I went to college from 2013 to 2016. Absolutely every single one of my buddies tried that look. <laughs> do you break in your caps now or do you still occasionally try to keep a a straight bill look i never went to the straight bill i've always broken them in a little bit you know okay. i don't i don't go full like the full u shape kind of like a, i don't go like with a horseshoe shape on my bills but uh i've never gone with a flat bill i just don't have the head for it and uh you know, I try to uh, attract as little attention to the size of my head as I can. Did, uh, Nikki Collin had the, I mean, she had her ball cap like way down, way broken in the other day. I mean, it was like the Kappas at Baylor. The Kappas at Baylor love to break the cap in and then pull it way down low. Sigma Kai's did too, but we didn't really care about Sigma Kai's. We were, you know, a little more interested in the Kappas at the time. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Nikki going with the, with the ball cap very broken in and the pulled down almost kind of over her eyes look. That's not the first time she's had that look at a press conference either. You know, when she does wear a, wear a hat, she kind of keeps it a little low. But I've also seen the same for my wife. Uh, when, when, when my wife wears a, uh, wears a cap, she, she tends to pull it down a little bit low as well. And so I don't, I don't know if it's something with the hair or that makes it a little more comfortable that way, but it's not the first time I've seen it from Colin, and I don't think it's going to be the last we'll see it at a press conference either. Ask your wife if she can hear us okay out in Gerald. I mean, I'm always a little concerned. We've got a pretty strong signal, but I want to make sure she can hear your appearances here on here on the Mosley Show. I will. I will. Before we go, right. though, Matt, i gotta, I got to wish her a happy anniversary. Tomorrow is one year. Uh, since we got married, and so I haven't managed to screw it up yet, and I'm hoping uh, I never do. But happy anniversary, Shannon, and uh, I love you, and thanks for letting me say that, Matt. Okay, you were saying that to Shannon and not me, that yeah, last part. Okay, I I, okay. I know we're good friends, but I love my wife. Yeah, I think you actually love me just in a way different way. But uh, that's you and Shannon, that's great. That is a happy anniversary. I hope you all have a great one. And uh, live it up. Live it up, okay? And uh, uh, just put it on my tab wherever you end up. <laughs> Will do, Matt. 
All right, Curtis Quillen. Curtis Quillen. Uh, there he goes, chilling with Quillen uh, on a Friday afternoon. All right, Aaron. Um, now, I don't want you to be rushed. We can, we certainly have some more time in the 5 o'clock hour after we talk to John Jake as Baylor associate uh, head basketball coach, uh, co-associate head coach uh, at 5. We'll come back and do some more college, but we will do some Campus Confidential, and we'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Enroll your weekend warrior in Hellberg Barbecue's Barbecue 101 class, Sunday, June 25th. Participants in Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket, from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, you'll enjoy a tour of Hellberg's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win a valuable raffle item. Register online at hellbergbarbecue.com slash BBQ class before all the spots fill up. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just hard feet away, McGregor. We treat you like family. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley.
Hey, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, a reminder that at about 5, we're going to check in with Baylor Associate uh, uh, Head Basketball Coach, uh, Co-Associate Head Coach, John Jacobs. And there's a lot of Baylor basketball news, including Jalen Bridges making his return. Big announcement came within the past 24 to 48 hours, and I thought it'd be fun to co- talk to uh, uh, Coach Jacobs. And uh, and we may talk to uh, we may talk to Jalen at some point, but we'll let Jalen just kind of ease back into things, and then he'll come on the Mosley Show. Aaron, do th- good things happen to people who come on the Mosley Show? Have you noticed that? Generally speaking, yes. And uh, the other day, it was the Oral Roberts coach, uh, Coach Ryan Fulmer. Probably some has to do with he's just a talented coach. But after coming on with us uh, today, a three-run homer to take down those hated TCU Horn Frogs. Six to five. I don't think I hate them as much as some Baylor people do um, because I have such good friends that are Horn Frogs. But they are hated. And thank you, Oral Roberts. They're our team, okay? The Golden Eagles. Aaron, uh, when you tweet about the Golden Eagles, I, I've been noticing this. Our thing is it's going to be hashtag Roll Eags, okay? So R-O-L-L and then capital E-A-G-S. Roll Eags. Okay. That's kind of their thing, okay? So when the station, when we do all that, we jump on this bandwagon like we have. Aaron, you think I should reach out to the SID today and say, hey. Can, can we get him back on? <laughs> well, can we get Coach Fulmer back on? <laughs> Making a weekly segment. <laughs> oh, Fulmer. Way to go, ORU. Golly, Aaron. I mean, I'm out. I've kind of gotten away from, like, witnessing to people. You know, it's not totally my thing anymore. Like, hey, I'm going to try to win them over. I, it's not really the way I lean. I mean, I'm a Christian, but I just don't – I don't know. I don't know. I maybe – have have a different interpretation of the Great Commission now. But still, Aaron, I've kind of, after seeing ORU do that, I've kind of got an evangelical-type feeling. Like I kind of want to get back out there in the streets and go spread the word, <laughs> spread the gospel a little bit. All right? Uh, Aaron, should we do that at our place of business? Don't you feel like there's some outreach we could do? You'd be busy. Up and down, <laughs> up and down the halls. You'd definitely be busy. Although Stephanie doesn't need us. My gosh. I mean, she's been tied to every evangelical school, you know, west of the Mississippi. Uh, it's unbelievable the amount of places that she's been and what she's seen and all that kind of thing. Okay, Aaron, what do we have today in Campus Confidential? We will start with the College World Series. You mentioned Oral Roberts, three runs in the top of the ninth, and they take a 6-5 to five win over TCU in the first game of the College World Series. Two games today. The second game will Feature number two seed Florida against seventh seeded Virginia, and that will be at six o'clock on ESPN. Who do you like in that one? I kind of see. I could see the. I could see Virginia. Some of these, some of these schools like Vandy, Wake Forest, Virginia, like high, high academic type schools. Obviously, I wouldn't put TCU in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, Stephen. It's a very valuable degree. But I, some of those schools, man, they just, for whatever reason, those big-time academic schools play great baseball. I like Baylor's going to get back to it. That's what Mitch and Steve were doing all those years ago. Great academics, great baseball. 
Aaron, was the football good during all those years? The answer would be no. I'm talking about like 95 through 2011. It's like we had great baseball, or maybe even a little longer than that. When did when did Rodrigo come? 2014 or 15? Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, it was that was good academics and good baseball. And now Mitch is going to bring that back. Although Aaron, I don't like today's news, but you can get to that whenever you want to. We will get to that. Uh, mentioned it a little in the last segment when we talked with Curtis Quillen, but Will Rig- Baylor pitcher Will Rigney, who, Big en- Rig. who entered the transfer portal on Tuesday, today announced that he is transferring to the University of Texas. Rigney made 17 career starts for the Bears over the course of 2022 and 2023. He had a career ERA of 4.03 with 88 strikeouts. In 76 innings, he was recruited to Baylor by now Texas assistant Steve Rodriguez. Uh, I don't know how much Steve had to do with this. I, I mean, I really don't. He had to have something. And, I, you know, Steve remains a friend. But, man, to come in here and get Big Rig Rigney, that's tough. I mean, his dad, Charlie, big-time banker in town. Over at Independent Bank. Now, we're Central National Bank people. Aaron, that's why. I mean, they would. Brian Fonville would never hit the portal and try to leave us. All right? Even though he always makes me sweat at the end of uh, his time. But he would never try to leave the portal on us. Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. Now, Charlie is a friend, and I'm kind of joking with him. And I, I love Charlie. He's a pitcher. Or Charlie played... I don't know if he did pitch. I think Charlie was a position player. Anyway, he was a great player for the Bears back in the day. His son was a great pitcher out of Midway. And I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I, I understand Curtis Quill and I had a little debate about this. I just don't I don't know what truly there is to gain. Do we think you're going to get drafted higher playing for the University of Texas rather than Baylor? Maybe. I don't know. Are you going to be guaranteed a spot in the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday rotation at Texas? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you will. Maybe you want. But, I mean, it won't. Baylor had a chance. I mean, they just built a lot of things around him. They poured into him. They were with him for all the medical stuff. Helped him through all the arm stuff. And, dang it. I mean, I just it's just frustrating because, first of all, I just love the family so much, and I just don't like Texas so much. <laughs> <laughs> But, no, I mean, again, I got great friends who are Longhorns. It, but that's just a tough one and because it's not like, oh, I want to go play in the SEC. No, he's got like one year left. I know everything's – now these – it's hard to tell who has how many years left. But I think he only has the one year left. He's got a graduate. He's going to have his degree at Baylor. I mean, he'll always be a Baylor Bear. But why would you want – I mean, you're going to be featured. You're going to have the whole thing built around you. You think one year on the 40 acres is going to be – anyway, um, I this will wear off, Aaron, and then by the time they start next year, I'll wish him well unless he's facing the Bears. And then I hope they just absolutely tattoo him. But that's okay. Um, love the Rigney family, and, and this, is, this is a great kid who's been a really important part of the program. I just think it's been such a great relationship. I don't know why it had to end. And I and I got I think we got to be careful on that grass is always greener. 
and I don't not totally sure what's going to happen next year in Austin. Maybe it's because they come close to going to the uh, World Series every year. Maybe he thought that was a better route for him to win immediately, and he didn't want to continue to be a part of somewhat of a rebuild at Baylor. You don't think Mitch is going to have this thing way better by next year? Come on. Come on. Mitch will finish at least fourth or fifth in the conference next year, even with all these new teams. He'll be at least fourth or fifth in the conference. He's just, that's the way he's built. He's not going to sit around here and finish last again and not go to the conference tournament. It's not, it's not how he is. All right, uh, Aaron, it is time to visit with John Jacobs, associate uh, head coach, uh, assistant head coach for the uh, Bears, and we will do that next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Like most of us, Ronnie Weathorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say, the Foundation Doctor. Only the Foundation Doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The Doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just hard feet away, McGregor. We treat you like family. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, uh, ESPN Central Texas John Jacobs joining us now, and uh, Coach Jacobs, associate head, uh, co-associate head coach for the Bears. John, uh, hope all is well. I, I got to ask you. It was great to have you. How are you, by the way? You doing everything going okay this summer? I mean, been really uh, nothing really going on with the program, right? Just been a nice, relaxing off season. Yeah, one, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And two, if you call this uh, relaxing, then you and I have a very different version of what the word means. (laughs) But at the end of the day, uh, we had a whole roster in our workouts today. I started at 7 a.m. with Coach Charlie in the weight room and then got out on the court, and we had a wonderful day. So if a little hard work makes this kind of stuff work out, then it's worth it. What can you you do kind of right now when the whole roster – gets out there on the courts. I mean, obviously, like you said, Coach Charlie, big focus on the workout portion, getting the lifts in, getting the conditioning in that you need. What are you really trying to accomplish the most, especially with these incoming, you got to get everybody integrated into the system. What, um, what What's kind of being accomplished here in mid-June? Yeah, I think the integration part's a big deal. Them hanging out with each other really matters. And you don't need the coaches for that. That just needs to happen naturally. The more they love each other, the more they play hard. Um, you know, the second piece is obviously Coach Charlie and Dave getting their bodies right, healthy, strong, athletic. All that's going really well. Charlie's great at his job. And the guys have decided to do that at 7 a.m. this summer rather than a little later in the day, which is a great habit, but just another way for us coaches to get tired. But when they're willing to work like that, you're happy about it. And then you get to do individuals on the court. You get to do your position group and just hang out. And I think that's an awesome thing. I've enjoyed being with the guards. And I know Coach New and Coach AB have enjoyed their roles with the wings and bigs. Um, And then lastly, I'd say we get to hang out with our former players. You look in the gym today, there was Devontae Bandu, Maceo Teague, Davion Mitchell, and Mark Vito were all hanging out, doing rehab, recovery, and even playing with us when we went up and down five on five. So uh, that's one of the sweetest things about the summer is our old players come back. So I think building culture is probably the best way to sum all that up. What sport is Vital playing now? 
Um, have we? There's. I feel like there's wrestling involved. There's been football, and I think I heard recently maybe he's returned to basketball. Uh, his first love, obviously, is that the direction Mark Vidal, the villain, is leaning these days. Yeah, I'll say basketball is probably always part of his story. Uh, it is his first love. He's an elite athlete, so unlike you and I, he has these problems where he can pick between three professional sports. And, uh, you know, they're just not calling us on the phone with the same request to call Mark Vidal with. So uh, him being a special athlete obviously has caused his path to take some different terms. Um, but I, he's in our gym. He's working out, playing basketball. He's going to get right over this me- next month with Coach Charlie, and uh, my guess is he ends up overseas playing somewhere. What's this Jaden Nunn look like uh, once you've got him in here in person and see him interacting with the guys and everything? Uh, y'all are expecting big-time defensive help from him. And uh, Coach Drew even mentioned Vital. He mentioned Davion. Didn't say he was going to be those guys, but said kind of cut from that type cloth. What have you been able to determine in your short time around Mr. Nunn in terms of what he could bring on the defensive side? Yeah, defense is a, is a special quality. Um, I think some people think anybody can do it. The offense is the hard side of the ball. Uh, that's just not the case, um, especially when you're going to be an elite defender, whether it's your wingspan or the quickness of your feet or your instincts, the way you react to things, the way you guard on the ball and off the ball, the way you can read maybe 10 guys on the defensive end as the offense moves, the way a point guard 10 on the offensive end. He has all of those little things, and you want to teach that to guys, and you hope they have it. And They're all wonderful athletes, but there's just this it quality to being a quarterback. There's this it quality to being a pitcher. There's this it quality to being a point guard. But there's also this little it quality to being a defensive player. And when Coach compares him to good defensive players from the past, he's obviously focusing on that it quality. And I think Jaden just has that. And uh, the coolest thing about that is – his defense is contagious, and uh, when you see somebody play like that and play that hard and affect the ball, you just feel like you better do that or you're going to stand out. And so there's like this personal accountability that comes with that. Macy T just told me the story of how Davion played so hard. He would watch, and he's like, well, if I don't do that, I'm just going to look bad. So it just lifts everybody up. And um, I just think Jaden has that on the defensive end, and it's what we recruited him for, and that's translated a little bit in the summer so far. We'll see how it plays out, but we're really happy that he's here. And offensively, you can't forget he shoots 40% from three, and there's a real good basketball player there. 40% from three. I like that. And uh, you all like to shoot the three ball. And uh, and then our man Ray J, as he kind of comes in, uh, has turned into more of a scorer. Um, and I, you know, I'm sure you've gotten, you're going to get him to buy into defense as well. He's got stills and that kind of thing. What was it about Ray J that, uh, that you felt like he would be a great fit culture wise. And then what you guys do on the court. Yeah. Well, you and I can start here. He's from Chicago, which, you know, I like that. <laughs> and his favorite NFL football team is the Chicago bears. So right there, I was kind of won over. Um, the fact that he averages 19 points a game and six assists and five rebounds is pretty special. And I think we have a model. But we don't go all in on one kind of recruiting. It's good to balance your team. We're not all high school. We're not all JUCO. We're not all overseas. We're not all transfer. We're a little bit of everything. But one predominant point of our K-12 
team building model, our recruiting model has always been transfer guards in the last half decade. And Ray J is that. He's a fifth-year guy. He sticks to our plan. He fits our plan. He looks like our plan. And the great thing about Ray J is he can play a little defense, but analytically per 100 possessions, he's the first transfer guard we've brought in to provide over 120 points per 100 possessions on offense. So when you think of the transfer guards that have played for us, and to say that he's the most efficient offensive player of them all before he got to us, I think we're really looking to that kind of point guard who can be passed first at time also to lead our team. And then he's leaving Toledo. So we were the number two offense in the country last year out of 360 teams, and Toledo was top five. So he's run a top five offense before. Um, so it's like plug and play, but a little more pass first. And I think the guys playing around him have really enjoyed that when they play with him this summer. John Jake is joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Jalen Bridges, that news coming down, y'all were hoping that would be the case. It does become the case. and But how exciting is that, to retain a player of that magnitude who is still ascending as a player? And I'm sure you have the uh, numbers to back it up, but, you know, his scoring was up. Late, you know, later last season, and then in the in the uh, uh, second round of the NCAA, scores twenty eight points in a game, was really starting to become more of a primary type scorer than what he was. It certainly early in the season, he's and he's always does some dirty work, which is helpful. Block shots, offensive rebounds, uh, does a lot of that. How how big a relief, and and how much excitement was there for you as a coaching staff and your in your players? for Jalen to make that decision that he would stay with the Bears? Yeah, well, I would say we're over the moon about having Jalen back. And uh, over the last six to eight weeks, you would always text me and you say, what's going on? And the truth is, it's great recruiting at this point for teams that are on a top level, plays around the NBA combine. And if you're getting good players to come back or transfer players to come in, it's the ones that go through the combine process. So you're not really getting your information until May 31st. You're having to work through and wait and be patient, be in contact. And all along, we wanted Jalen Bridges back, and, and we got our guy. And what Jalen did the last three or four weeks of the season was remarkable. And if we can get four months of that, I think we'll be thrilled. And he's a really, really good basketball player who's been up through a lot of Big 12 wars. We're talking tons of Big 12 experience at this point between his time at West Virginia and us. So we're the best league in the country. I don't think there's very many wing forwards that have the experience he has and then also the efficiency he has. And then more than that, I just think as our business becomes more professional, Matt, you've you got to remain a person. And um, him and his girlfriend, Natty, and their dog, you know, they come over to the house, they're – they're our friends. They're a part of our life. And even though this portal thing is making our job a business, it's, it's good to have relationships that last. And so to have them in my life personally, in our lives as a whole, for more than just a short time, but to get them an extra year is actually a gift. So we're still trying to do this the Baylor way. We're still trying to have special relationships with our players. And uh, Jalen's a special person. I'm just happy he's back. What, what type of dog is that, that Jalen uh... – uh, shows up and do your kids uh, enjoy the the dog? Are they are they leery of the dog or is it is it a pretty friendly sort? Well, it's a medium golden doodle, and we actually have the same dog. 
and they're born in the same month. They're both about three years old, and their dog's name is Theo, and our dog's name is Addie after Addison Avenue, where Wrigley Field is on in Chicago. And Theo and Addie actually have playdates together. And so my kids are not scared of his dog at all, but uh, it's quite the opposite. They get along, and I guess in the next week or so is that Theo and Addie will be running around our pool in the backyard uh, playing with each other. So uh, we've got the same kind of dog, the exact same kind of dog, and the same age. The only difference is his is a boy and ours is a girl. So um, we, we even like that part of Jalen. So that's a special little thing for my kids, too. Do you ever have media stop by the poolside? Is that a place that – is that anything you've ever entertained, the idea of maybe having a, a radio personality stop by to either lay out or just kind of uh, visit next to the pool? Are you inviting yourself over? Because if so, we can make that happen. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is that, you know, you, you think about that, but, um, you know, like Luke Simons, our ops guy, his his oldest boy is like um, three, four years old. Ford, he's getting bigger. And Jalen is his favorite basketball player in the world. It's like LeBron James. And so he comes over and he sees Jalen. It's like his whole world explodes. Um, so, you know, that kind of stuff is special. But as a special radio guy, you want to come over and hang out in the backyard, you can come over anytime, Matt. I want Coach Peterson to be there because we both kind of understand oh, analytics and sure. we're we're both big NBA type guys. And so we I think we would have a lot to talk about in the backyard there. Okay. You and him can debate the NBA in the backyard. We'll work it out. Mm-hmm. Were you happy with that uh, result, uh, Denver? Winning that, I always think back to, like, you've got connections with a lot of different teams. Were, were you, I'm thinking who you know on the Heat, but were you, I mean, I just thought that was, I, I love Joker. I mean, he may be my favorite player of the NBA, other than the Baylor guys, for sure. But what an amazing player he's become. Uh, it, it just, and Jamal Murray, I mean, they're a really cool story of what they put together. And uh, I mean, what was what pick was he? Forty first. They weren't even on TV when they made the pick. I think they were showing a Taco Bell commercial, and and he's become the greatest player in the NBA. And he's a somewhat slow moving, you know, seven foot dude. Um, It's just not the way you felt like the NBA was going. But every once in a while, you just have somebody that is just different. They're just too good to. I mean, it, it, it's just kind of remarkable the player he's become and the person that he is. Yeah, I mean, you know my story a little bit and my time coaching professionally in Eastern Europe. And I lived right in Serbia and coached Serbians. No one at his level, clearly. He's special. Um, and my passport's filled with stamps from recruiting that area. And um, between Africa and Europe, we obviously have a good portion of our roster come from overseas. So. Uh, I love his game, and I, I love what they're doing. Uh, more than that, you just got odd friendships or weird special friendships in our profession. Uh, one of their front office guys, Scott Howard, is one of the nicest guys in the business. When I go overseas to recruit, they're over there scouting for the future, and we have dinner together. Um, one of our former players, Connor at Gonzaga, is actually an assistant there now behind the bench. He's the main video guy, and he works out some of the guys um, also does player development. So. This GA uh, player coaching tree that Mark Few and Scott Drew have that is now like intertwined at the highest levels. Um, one of our young guys has an NBA championship ring. So that's actually really special as a coach when you see a kid that you coached 
now have a championship ring in the NBA. So um, I know, I know most people are rooting for the players in the, in the front, but for us, a lot of it at this point in our life comes down to the, the coaches in the front office and to see people, you know, like that win rings is actually really nice. And what about, what about Epe Udo getting that job with the Atlanta Hawks with Quinn Snyder? What did you, I, I'm sure you've gotten to know Epe over the years, being around the Baylor program, all that coming back to talk to the guys. Um, how do you think he'll do? I mean, that's always interesting. You've got to start somewhere. He's starting at a pretty great place from a coaching standpoint. Um, and and uh, well, how do you think he'll do as a coach, and what qualities do you, does he have that will make him particularly good at this, if you think he's going to be good at yeah. this, which I, no, I have to think that you great. would. No, no, no. He's going to be great. He's not just a lottery pick. He's somebody came comes back every summer. Uh, he'll come back and work out with the bigs, but also come back and guard the guards. And um, he's as knowledgeable and um, true of a big man defensive player that you'll find in the world. And whether he won your early championships or in the NBA, there's there's very few players as as smart and complete as he is when it comes to understanding the game and the game plan and how things work. And he's played for some of the best coaches in the world, both in the NBA and out. And I think, Everyone in the Baylor tree knew that if Epe wanted to coach, he would skip a ton of steps. And the fact that he's with the Hawks this fast and with Quinn after playing for him in Utah and Dennis and Jake Lindsay were in Utah at the time, also two Baylor guys. Um, no one's surprised by that. Uh, Epe's fantastic. And he can coach as long as he wants. The truth is he can probably do whatever he wants in this world as long as he wants. But coaching certainly one of them. And, um, you know, that it quality – you just kind of know certain people are going to end up coaches or they're going to stay in basketball. You know, like Tweedy Carter came back to us recently. Tweedy has that quality. Epp has it. And um, he's a super special person. I, I wish I could have coached him. I wish I know him better. I wish I got to spend more time with him. But the time I have gotten to spend with him when he returns in the off season, he's really special. And I bet if you ask Scott and Jerome and these other guys about Epp, they'll tell you the same thing. I mean, he is, he is, is smart a basketball player as you're going to find. So he'll be a fantastic coach. We wanted him to stay all those years ago, but he was, he ended up going what six overall in the lottery, hard to get yeah. someone to stay uh, when that's going to happen. What are you going to do for the draft? By the way, um, you know, it's, it's kind of fun. You'll have some uh, folks involved and uh, Keontae, well, you know, hoping he goes uh, pretty early, maybe in that top 15, hopefully a lottery pick, what do you like to do um, it, with the draft? I'm sure in the past you've actually uh, attended the draft. Yeah, it was Jeremy's uh, invitation last year with one of our GAs, Demond. Scott was there also. He was doing TV, I think, and some other things. But he was around for Jeremy, and then Kendall Brown was drafted also. So that was a really special night and really st- special personal story for me you know, recruiting Jeremy from 16 and then walking through that and seeing him be a lottery pick. Uh, there's a few things in my coaching process that I think I've, I've loved more than being part of that. And I'll be at the draft again this week. I'm going to go and support Keontae. I think I'm going to be sitting with his family. And um, When you see another Baylor kid, Baylor guard get drafted this, this week, you're just really thankful for it. You know, you're trying to do two things at once. You're trying to help kids get to the next place while you're trying to convince them to do their best and win right where they're at 
nobody does that perfect, but I think we're trying to do it the best we can. And uh, one of the things about that is you got to celebrate it when it happens. Giante should be celebrated. Um, what he did as a freshman is, is really hard to do to average 15 points a game in the Big 12. But I just think it almost people are underrating how good it was. And I just hope all his dreams come true. And, you know, since junior high, he's been a top five kid in the country. That's a lot of pressure to hold at such a young age. And then to hold that true all the way to this point and get drafted in the first round, I just, it should be commended. And then we're hoping Adam gets picked in, in the draft also. And never underestimate Adam Flagler, where he started at Presbyterian mm-hmm. to where he he has gone and then where he took Baylor along the way. And uh, he's as joy-filled. You know, if you think of some one person, when you think of joy in Scott Drew, you, you probably think of Adam just because of the way he does his interviews and what he represents and what he stands for. And we're hoping the same for him. We just think he deserves to be honored and his basketball story deserves a draft pick at this point. And, I'm hoping it's a special day for us, and it doesn't have anything really due to us. We're just here to root and, and be humble. But um, I'll be there at the draft, so it'll be a good day. What, what what sort of suit do you have laid out? I mean, have you gotten the family involved? Has your wife at least kind of been through the closet? And is there something maybe custom that you've decided to go with to kind of maybe up your suit game? Because y'all don't wear suits anymore on the sideline. Um, you're a big pullover type group which is good for people like you who are athletic and thin uh i don't think the pullover always works for guys that are shaped like like myself but uh what are you what are you doing uh suit wise uh, you make me laugh man i don't know that i'm getting into pullover etiquette and who's worthy to wear them and who isn't <laughs> um, but my wife my wife will get into what suit looks good on me and which one doesn't so I put zero thought into that. I'm going to put three suits on the bed, and she's going to pick one. And like a robot, I'm going to go with what she goes with. So um, I think that's probably one of the easier decisions I have this week is is uh, which suit my wife tells me to wear. And then I'll just kind of go from there and pack that. So, um, yeah, I care, but I don't care that much. And if you've got uh-huh. a wonderful wife who is going to make sure you look okay, just go with that and, and kind of move on and enjoy life. We- would you let me weigh in? Like when you lay them out, would you take a picture of them and at least you don't have to go with what I select, but I'd like, at least like to, you know, have a vote, have some kind of, you know, just participation in that. You know, when you invited yourself over to my house, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like 10 minutes ago, you got a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. And when it comes to you picking a suit out for me, it's just going to be a hundred percent. No. So you're, you're batting 50, 50. Yeah. And if you were yeah. a baseball player, you'd be better than Ted Williams and in the Hall yeah. of Fame. So I want you to feel good about that. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going to send you a picture, but you can't come right. over. So come on over. Yeah. That'll be, that would be good. Now, Miro and Jacoby and Eve, I saw a picture of Eve on campus. Uh, I guess all of those, you said a full roster was there. So all the uh, freshmen have have shown up. Um, I mean, this is guard wise. You are pretty deep. I mean, because you think about Langston and uh, our our man, uh, oh, our man from Kilgore, the land of East Texas. I mean, I kind of like him, uh, D'Antoine. Yeah, I mean, D'Antoine. I yeah, I kind of like him a lot. Grimes. I mean, it, just in terms of pure depth. I mean, is this about as good as you've? had going into a season? I mean, this is a lot of different weapons you, you have to choose from. 
Yeah, I, I think I want to start with the freshmen because it's the first time we've ever had all three of our guys invited to the Hoop Summit where they take the top uh-huh. 12 international players and the top 12 American players and have them play each other in an all-star game, and all three made it. And um, all three kids are unbelievable kids, both on and off the court. And uh, Miro actually just left today because he's going to play for the Finnish national team, the men's team. He plays with Markkanen. And actually last summer he played against Jokic. So he's on the floor with NBA players, and he'll play in Japan to represent Finland and the men's team. So he's kind of skipped the U19 step and gone straight to the men's team. So we're missing him a little bit right now, but we get Jacoby and Eve here, and they're doing a great job. They're as mature and special uh, young men as you're going to find. They both went away to prep school, so they kind of lived on their own already. So you, you kind of had young men walking into your program, which is a nice touch. Um, but the wingspan and the athleticism, and we're certainly deep at the guards, but I would not underestimate our center position this year. And um, with John and Josh and Eve and Caleb and Jalen, just all together, the the wing and the the big position, there is depth. And I don't know what our top end is. To me, you find that by what the team is and how they play together, and you don't know that till November. But I, I will say we, we went after trying to fill in some depth issues and some defensive issues, and I think we've done both those things. And uh, when you come to the gym to watch us play, you're going to feel short. And if you did the wingspan test against our guys, you're going to feel like, well, they have a much longer wingspan than both you and I. Um, so I agree with you. Depth is special. Defense will be improved. And then from there, it's it's really just about staying healthy for us right now and not making any predictions. The best thing to do is just stay humble and work every day. And these kids are doing that. They, they were awesome the last two days of practice. So um, maybe more than enjoying the backyard with Coach P, you come and you watch us a day and you're going to see um, how special the depth is. But uh, within that, how good our freshmen really are. Very excited. I mean, I've been looking forward to this conversation and uh, it, it uh, I, I really some great information. Have fun at the draft. We'll be watching and uh, always fun to see a couple of Baylor players involved in that. Uh, thank you, Coach Jacobs. Appreciate the time this afternoon. Hope you have a uh, wonderful weekend. Happy Father's yeah, Day. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me and hope you enjoy Lake Highlands. There's a lot of things about Lake Highlands that we like and you're definitely mm-hmm. one of those things. And um you know, enjoy Father's Day and thanks for all you do for us. And yeah. Just really appreciate you. So enjoy well, your weekend. That means a lot. I don't think I'm number one in Lake Highlands right now. But uh that's okay. That's okay. As long as I'm in the top five. Thank you, coach. I'll see you soon. Okay. Talk soon. John Jacobs, Baylor coach. There happens to be somebody Baylor is uh, recruiting out of Lake Highlands, Texas, and he happens to be the number one player in the country for 2024. And uh, that's uh, I hope I hope they get him. He narrowed down his choices recently, and Baylor was certainly among his top. I think he narrowed it down to either four or five, and the Bears were in there. All right, good stuff. Uh, We continue our journey on a Friday. God, we've had great guests. We've had great content today. Aaron, let's get back into some college stuff. And um, and then some of this this, uh, this pack, there's a story involving the Big 12 and the Pac-12 that's out there today with San Diego State. And I kind of would like to discuss a little bit of that. We'll do it next. This is ESPN Central Texas. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. 
As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic. That didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct in the market for a new metal roof since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Jesse Brits Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Brits Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Brits Automotive. 
Discounting your prices, not your service. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, Aaron, I was just sitting here tweeting out some of this John Jacobs. I thought some of those quotes he gave us were just great. Um, did say, Coach Jacobs says uh, that the Bears' depth is, quote, special. Uh, and he pointed, Aaron, um, to the center position. Um, and And just... I mean, I, I kind of get the feeling everybody's wanting, you know, oh, we need more. We need more scoring in the front court. That's fine. I mean, I hope every day John brings some of that. Eve Missy could help there. I think Ojanwina is going to take the next step. Uh, but, I mean, size-wise, wingspan-wise, I think what I heard Coach Jake is saying is we're about as big as we've been in years. I mean, you know, they were big with Epe and Lomers and Anthony and some of those guys. They were big. They were long. But, I mean, these are big dudes who are also skilled. Now, also, a lot of depth at guard. I mean, I I was just talking about D'Antoine. Aaron, he's not even really being mentioned. And yet he's had a year in the program to work. I mean, I I will miss the young man, Aaron, who went to Ohio State. Uh I liked what he brought to the program. I liked his character. Uh, there are so many things I liked about him. But, I mean, they're stacked. They're stacked. I can't say, while I'm not saying there wouldn't have been a spot for him with what they've brought in now in the portal, I mean, it would have been a battle. I mean, it's not necessarily like, oh, yeah, he's going to start for sure. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think the grass is always greener. Uh, I think he would have had a spot here. But now that they've constructed the roster like they did, I, I'm not so sure the departing players, you know, like, I think they're a better team. I think they're a better team. And the biggest reason is defense. They were extremely efficient, good offensive team last year. That's funny that numbers bore that out. Aaron, I can't say that. After every Baylor game, I think I was so focused on how deficient they were on the defensive side, I didn't often focus on how good they were on offense. One thing they didn't do is run the ball enough. Of course, you got to get some stops. you got to get rebounds to get out and run in transition. You don't have to. I think they could have run more even after made buckets. But I, 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 that's something they've got to do and find more easy buckets. Aaron, what uh, what stood out to you about um, Coach Jacus and, uh, and and what he brought to the table today? I have, when he was talking about the transfers, when he was talking about Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn and Ray J, uh, I was excited before, but I'm even more excited Jayden, now. Yeah, Jaden Nunn. Jaden yeah. Nunn, excuse me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm – uh, I'm right there with you. I, I thought all that was uh, was excellent, and uh, and then and then talking about the center position, uh, um, I mean that Aaron every day John can play it, Eve can play it, Jean Wena. I mean Loner's big enough. My gosh, he could play the four. 
Bridges can guard several positions. He can play the three. He can play the four. Um, I I mean, I find this team fascinating. Um, uh, I I this is going to be a lot of fun. And Aaron, I, I you know the other thing was, um, with Bridges returning, and then what he said about the player they brought in, Ray J. Dennis. 19 points, six assists, five rebounds. And quite honestly, they thought that he was the most efficient offensive player in terms of what numbers he's put up that they've ever brought in in the portal. Aaron, look who they brought in the portal over the years. Flagler, Teague, Davion. Now, of course, Davion didn't play a lot at Auburn, enough to put up big numbers. But Flagler was, Teague was, where all those players came from, they're putting up huge numbers, putting up great numbers. This is the most efficient offensive player they've brought in. Also, Jaden Nunn. Aaron, um, I got to tweet all this out because, I mean, you talk about Aaron, I know you put out these nice tweets. They gave you so many great quotes to work with today. One was the it factor on defense that Jaden Nunn brings. And and I thought that was interesting because it's kind of like there's a thought, as Coach was saying, that as a three-point shooter, as an offensive player, as just a, you know, we think of the it factor being on that side of the ball. You can have an it factor on the defensive side of the ball. And the belief was that Nunn was that guy. And I thought that was kind of poignant, Aaron, as well about Jalen Bridges and his decision to come back and the fact that he shows up over at the coach's house, over at John's, with his golden doodle, his girlfriend Maddie, and that that sometimes um, those relationships do mean something and and can contribute to people coming back. It's become such a business, Aaron, that I don't think we even think about that anymore. What about three or four years? We, Baylor just had a great baseball pitcher leave today who's a huge legacy kid. And I don't know. He may regret it. He may not. He may go have a great season at University of Texas. But I do like hearing these stories. There are still players who stick around. Now, I, I should point out, in fairness to anybody I mentioned, Bridges started off somewhere else. He played two seasons at West Virginia. I mean, he thought the grass was greener. At another place, and you know what? It ended up being the case. So I, I, I don't think the grass is always greener. Occasionally it is. Occasionally it is. And I think Bridges found uh, a real steady home uh, in Waco and um, with the Bears. So, so much to choose from there. Aaron, I also like the part about Epe Udo. What he said about Udo as a player saying along the lines of as a big man defender, it's almost like he had never been around somebody that smart, that level of uh, that, that, you know, that, that kind of intellectual defensive type player. I mean, I, and Aaron, when we talk about skipping a lot of steps, Generally, if a superstar like Patrick Ewing or somebody 
Uh, even Juwan Howard, he wasn't a superstar in the NBA, but he got to be a coach and worked his way up and went on his staff. It's pretty rare that a guy like Udo steps into that high a position on a coaching staff with the Atlanta Hawks straight off his playing career, which was both the NBA, he was a really good European player. I don't, for all I know, Aaron, I don't think he's been coaching a lot or anything. So he did skip a ton of steps. You got to be brilliant. You have to have impressed everybody, including Quinn Snyder, including that whole Utah gang, to end up in that kind of position. And Epe Udo um, does that. Man, just chock full of uh, information there. Aaron, I'm sure you've been paying attention, and you jump in here if you've got some more college stuff to add. But I did find it interesting that San Diego State has apparently, reporting to Pete Thamel, they've been out there trying to get out of the Mountain West Conference. They've apparently given their notice, yet they have not been invited to either the Pac-12 yet or the Big 12. Yet they are trying to get out of their conference because they want to be in position to be somewhere in 2024. Aaron, let me ask you this. I know we've been more interested in Colorado and Arizona. What would what would San Diego State do for you? As long as uh, the networks would agree to, to uh, pay them an equal share, which... I know it's built into some of the contracts. There's whether certain schools would receive full shares or not if they added them. Like you know, obviously Power Five schools, but them coming from a group of five school, I'm not sure if they would add value. I think it'd be a great addition to the Big Twelve. It would get you on the West Coast. It would get you more uh, night games for that late window that they want to fill. It would it would fill a lot of spots that the Big Twelve is looking to fill, so to speak. Yeah, I don't think um I don't think San Diego State would get a full share. I think it would have to be it, it, I don't think the TV is going to go for that. I I think that would be Colorado and Arizona, but I think it would have to be um a Power 5 school. Now, according to this report from Pete Thamel, the school has also been part of the Big 12's realignment explorations. And there have been conversations per source. But sources say neither side has prioritized the other to this point. Um, the source said, quote, San Diego State is exploring all of the options in asking all the questions. The intention of the June 13 letter wasn't that the San Diego State is exiting. What are they doing, Aaron? What are they doing? Oh, you know what they were doing, Aaron? They were asking for this extension to on a decision because, of course, it's going to be a lot more money if they don't get this extension. I don't know why they, they would do this. The Mountain West responded informing the school in a letter Wednesday that the conference had accepted the letter of withdrawal and that the consequences of the move had begun. Those include that 
the the guy's going to lose his De La Torre. I don't know if I think he's AD. He's going to lose his spot on the Mountain West Board of Directors. Is being pulled, and that under league policies, its financial obligation tied to withdrawal will be withheld. Meaning, 2023, whatever money's coming their way, they're going to withhold. Aaron, does anybody like withholding money like these conference offices? I mean, they love it. <laughs> they really do. I mean, it happened with Baylor. It's like, hey, okay, we're going we're gonna to ask you to jump through a million hoops and prove this, this, and that, and then we're going to withhold a bunch of money. And you may get it back someday, and you might not. I mean, that was one of the things. I, I mean, ba- they, they, uh, Baylor had a lot of things wrong. But the fact that Bob Bowlesby in the conference at the time did not in any way try to aid the Bears, I mean, it was a sense of, okay, we're going to join America in beating up on you. That was a sore spot for a lot of years with the uh, Baylor administration. All right, um, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, folks. Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trade. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. Give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just hard feet away, McGregor. We treat you like family. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. 
That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my own mechanic, and that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, is uh, Matt Mosley. We will uh, have to shut it down for the week. We've had a lot of great guests and uh, appreciative Aaron, you know, generally during the U.S. Open, I spend a great deal of time uh, discussing it. And today, I mean, we were so covered up and we had great uh, guests that I uh, I just didn't, we didn't have time to talk about it that much. So I wanted to look at the latest and get you caught up on the scoreboard. I will say college baseball-wise, Oral Roberts hit a three-run homer in the top of the ninth and uh, then held on to beat TCU 6-5 to five in the first game of the College World Series in Omaha. Way to go, Golden Eagles. Ryan Fulmer, that whole crew, uh, he was on with us just the other day. Uh, in the U.S. Open, which uh, I think a lot of us will be watching this evening, Ricky Fowler, two under for the day, now 10 under. And in the lead of the U.S. Open, Wyndham Clark already in the clubhouse. Shot a 67 today. One stroke off the lead. And then uh, also on the course, uh, Xander Shoffley. He's one under today. And he's one stroke off the lead. And then one back after shooting a 67 today is Rory McIlroy. I I would say the biggest thing today was Dustin Johnson could have fallen off the map. And he didn't. What I don't know is where this cut's going to come in. Like Colin Morikawa is sitting here at three over. He's two over for the day. Surprising. Um, I would say that uh, while Rory finished with a good score, man, his back nine today was not what it needed to be. But he did have six birdies on the front. My goodness. Six birdies on the front nine today. All right, it's Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Aaron. Everybody have a great weekend. Happy Father's Day, everybody. We'll talk to you Monday at 4. Good night. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.
All right, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the College World Series begins today in Omaha. First game from Charles Schwab Field has Big 12 representative TCU taking on Oral Roberts. We'll hear from TCU infielder Trey Richardson coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bare spirits.